Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday. I know we are. We got a packed house tonight. Feels good. We got the old crew back together. <laughs> and this is, this is the Ike Live Christmas special. We got a great show for you tonight. Let me intro the room. Uh, to my right, the one and only Santa Claus, <laughs> everybody. Santa Claus. <laughs> Dave, what was the line? Well, Brian hates when we talk before the camera goes on because not, real stuff happens. Right. What was the we, – we, as we look at Pete, I think he looks like Santa Claus, but there's some differences. There's yeah, I just, I just kind of thought like if you somehow stumbled into the private room at the Indian Casino, yeah. it's like <laughs> Santa at a blackjack table <laughs> <laughs> suffering massive loss. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been there for like three days draped yeah. over the same oh, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah with you three-day know? three growth on his, you yeah. know, on his face. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, wow. It's like, man, I've been delivering gifts for like 24 hours. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I need a little relaxation time. Yeah, exactly. Well, drunk, drunk Santa, I'm glad you're here tonight. Or like during Good COVID. Santa had to get a job at like a rent-a-dent or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, everybody's blaming shit on COVID. Even Santa has having problems. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Pete, you look great. I'm just having fun. No. Uh, Pete Glusick, uh to my right, uh, <laughs> next to me, and, and she is double dipping tonight. Ooh. Of course, you know. uh, see her with the laptop on tonight, uh, a laptop on her lap. She's doing a little I am, and she's a guest tonight. Miss Rebecca, how you doing tonight? Hi, thank you. I like thank the you. outfit. Looks very comfortable. I'm an elf. I got my. It's an elf. I, I have my. Um, what's it say? Get lit. Get lit. Yeah. Uncle Don gave this to me lit. a few years ago. That's an Eric the intern line. Nobody <laughs> knew what lit meant when Eric worked for us lit a thousand fire. years ago. <laughs> Litty. Lit. Yeah. He was Litty. like, man, that's lit, and we were all, and me and Pete were just like, huh? <laughs> what? Little Litty. No, if we would have said that, mean, that means it must have went out of style in the hood about four years. Probably, before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like probably did. Yeah, you know, by the time the information disseminates to right. the whites, probably did. Uh, good to have you tonight, Beck. Thank by the you. way, Thank who, you. who are you wearing tonight? Who makes this outfit? Oh, the the elves from the North Pole. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the elves from the North Pole looks good. Uh, sitting next to Miss Rebecca, Dave Project, aka Fatty, aka Wharf, aka Stormtrooper. Dave, how you doing tonight? All right, man. Dude, I told you this. That sweater is one of the most impressive. Christmas sweaters I've ever seen. Brian DeCarpenter, we actually had camera technology in this shitty studio. We could zoom in on that wait, Yeti. But wait a minute. Oh, wait. Oh, this is the manual. Is this manual? I think he's just going to pick the whole yeah. thing up. He's going to pick the whole damn camera up. All right, look at this, folks. Action news. This is probably going to ruin the show, but who cares? Yeah. Look at this beautiful sweater. If you're watching at home, wow, at you can appreciate <laughs> Yeti in a sweater, and Dave has that embezzled on his sweater. Embezzled? <laughs> no, no, bedazzled. Bedazzled on his sweater. Please, please I don't, don't even think bedazzled is right. Uh, don't embroidered. ever up again, dude. The Yeti emblazoned. 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 <laughs> the Yeti had a more discernible jawline than I do now. Jesus. Wow. Knock that close-up off right now. Wow. wow. What again. a sweater, Dave. What a sweater. <laughs> we love it. Uh, and last but not least, and, and you saw him just making his magic right there happen. What a great zoom that was. That was a pan zoom. It was a whipped pan to a zoom. <laughs> I know the terms. Little, 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 little choppy. I've done a few TV shows. I know the terminology. Uh, little choppy. Brian DeCarpenter. Brian DeCarpenter, how you doing tonight? I'm here in body, but Producing not, not the show. mind. Now, I, out of all the outfits tonight, 
I like yours the best. I really do. And I'm not, not just kidding because it's a combination of elf hat, wig. We've got, we've got light, crisp, actual Christmas lights. Boots. Boots, work boots. Yeah. And uh, TH Marine. Christmas sweater. I think I put even more effort forth than Pete did. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, think you I'm, might have. I'm sorry, I meant less. Less. Oh, less. <laughs> like I said, I'm here in body, but that's about it. It's kind of okay. like if the North Pole had a probation department. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lost and found. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, listen, we got a great show for you tonight. If you're watching and listening to this thing, we got Maddie Wong joining us. Maddie Wong. Really uh, excited to meet ex- Maddie. So excited. And here's the thing. We're going to, we're going we're gonna, to, uh, probe and pry Maddie a little later when we get him on. But you ready for this, Dave? I'm ready. He just started bass fishing three years ago. What? Yeah, he's a star. Dude, are you kidding me? In that short period of time, qualified for a divisional, made a national, wins the national championship, and qualifies and accepts an elite invite in three years. Is that impossible, Pete? That's, that, that's, that's virtually impossible. It's pretty impossible. Who does? It, it, you it's said a lifetime. Th- three years? Three years. Yeah, it's a so lifetime. It, so to get those since skills. the Large Hedron Collider re- reached max capacity and discovered the God particle. Since that happened. Wow. Maddie Wong. Okay. Well, okay. we're, we're going to be talking to Maddie. I can't wait to. What? We can get, yes. We can bring that up. Yeah. We'll bring <laughs> that up a little later in the show. We'll blow everybody's I, mind. I have theories. Uh, but very excited. Oh, no. Very excited to get Maddie uh, <laughs> on the line here and, and welcome him I to the show. I need a drink. Also, Pete, I, we mentioned this on our Facebook Live, but let's let everybody know out here in uh, TV land, um, Stormtroopers is coming back for a what? visit. We have not. It's been. Has he been here this year? <laughs> I don't. Dave, has, has Stormtrooper visited with us this year? I, I haven't even been here like in a year, dude. Right. So I don't yeah. know. Right. I don't know either. Not Brian Carpenter, uh, can you give us an exact clack clack? What, what do you got? It has to be over a year since we have had a visit from Stormtrooper. I would think so, yeah. I would think so. Yeah, longer than that. Longer than that. I Two mean, I, I know that he wears glasses now. <laughs> and he he does. Wow. Stormtrooper gone through some change. Oh, so, listen, I was putting together some trivia questions for tonight, yeah. like to quiz you guys yeah. to see if you could remember certain things that have happened. Can't remember what happened yesterday. But this is one that I couldn't figure out, so it can't be a question. So I'm going to see if anyone remembers. When did Stormtrooper first appear? Uh-huh. Halloween show. A Halloween show. That's right. When we all dressed up. Right. So we. Uh, so I was Storm- Princess Leia. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. Is that what we had? I can't Adrian even remember what I was. It was. We had Adrian. He was. Uh, How he, ironic. Yeah. He was. Uh, <laughs> he was Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He was Luke. Who the hell yeah. was I? You were. Uh, oh, Hans. Hans Solo. Hans Solo. Hans Solo. Who was Pete? C-3PO? <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong, man. <laughs> Brian. Brian's on a mission back Brian there tonight. <laughs> Wait, so who were you then? I have no idea. RDD2? No, uh, no, Adrian was Luke. Adrian, uh, Adrian was Luke. Luke. Yeah, well, I was our RDD2, CP3O. <laughs> numbers, one of those numbers. Yoda. Was I Yoda? I don't know who I was. Wow. I, I was we gotta go we back. have to go back and figure I was, this I was, out. I was in like the, the skinniest material ever created onesie that like wrapped around <laughs> every piece of fat <laughs> non-muscular chest oh man sticking out like oh man there's been the some costumes dude. over the years oh here. my gosh some crazy ones every time we show up we had a bag yeah becky had a, becky had a bag with our name <laughs> on with it names sharpied <laughs> on the bag life was God. so much simpler <laughs> and more fun and back they were positioned right on the chairs yeah. so you knew that was yours you'd come in and, oh yeah shit there's my costume what am i today you know <laughs> What a Dude, great, 
The, what a great. Uh, they, she did you dirty that one year with the, with the turkey outfit. She yeah. Wear, man. <laughs> <laughs> squeeze into that. No. Yeah. Mike was the turkey. He was a pilgrim. Wow. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because we did we had played that as a promo. It, was, it looked so. like you looked like you came out of a Betty Bakes a lot or something. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. That's the last joke on you, Pete. Oh, yeah. man. No, uh, it's not. It is. No, it is. <laughs> it's going to be a... Oh, you were Vader. Was you I were Vader? Darth Vader. I was Darth Vader. I think That's that right. mask is still oh, back I here. I was Darth. Maybe Darth will make an of appearance course you were. too. I was Darth Vader. Who, who got that? Becky did. Uh, Becky wins. No, oh, no. Mike P. Mike P. Oh, Mike P. Mike P, send in your information, Mike <laughs> to P. Who? You're winning something tonight. <laughs> no, I can. I no, know how to copy it. and paste yeah. okay. into an email Mike so someone P, sends you something. Send in your info. You're the first winner tonight. We're giving away a lot of shit tonight. We're in the Christmas spirit. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I'm not going to remember this if I don't tell you guys this now. Okay. I'm. Everyone will hate Ike live and move on because the feminist is going to talk. But listen to this shit. You're not going to believe it. <laughs> so you know how Brian always calls us the Alpha Cats, like you know Kate, Janet, Jocelyn, Carol, and I. Now I we added heard another him say Alpha. Rot- rotten bitches. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't say that to our face. Oh, right. <laughs> so you know, so we get things done. So I wanted to post this, and I, I was going to tag Brian to it. See, it's been a conspiracy all these years. Did you know that male reindeer lose their antlers in the winter, and the female reindeer do not? So everyone's been thinking that all the reindeer that pull the sleigh for Santa are male reindeer? Nope. They're women. Wow. Because that's how you get shit done, and that's how you get Whoa. presents to the house. How about that? Is that true? They're all what about, the, what about the names? names. So they're, they're not alpha cats. They're the alpha reindeer. Yeah, but what about the <laughs> names? Donner? That sounds very masculine to me. Donner. Because this is the lies you men have been telling us for years. So Donner's a female, or Donner's not actually the name of the reindeer? Donner's not the name well, of the reindeer. How come I've never seen Blitzen with a trifold wallet and his cigarettes rolled up into her sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> because it is a Yo. conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, Yo, get on uh. the Harley, Kelly. Uh. The very masculine <laughs> voices on Rudolph the Red-Nosed <laughs> yeah. Reindeer. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I Very didn't masculine. That. I never knew that, man. I'm, I'm sure. I'm kind of mind blown right now. Right. I don't even know if right? I can do the rest of the show, Brian. I just think. I I'm think, out. I just think <laughs> I'm out with you. Let's wrap, let's wrap this up. I just think That's you. a wrap. I was done before we started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone just left the show. They're like, make the woman leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good fact, though. Uh, we got a great show. So, <laughs> Matty Wong, Stormtrooper. And also, we're going to be doing an MTB unboxing and a little bit later in the show. Day. We are going to give away a lot of prizes tonight, Pete, which awesome. is great. This show is brought to you by many amazing sponsors. Of course, check this out right here. Just cracked it open. The beer of the night. We're drinking Founders, of course. Uh, you're going to see All Day IPA. You're going to see some different beers floating around tonight. Also brought to you by AFCO. AFCO makers of some great clothing. Please check out that new Ike-approved apparel. It's pretty awesome. Tin Cup Whiskey. Brian the Carpenter, I think a second segment. Uh, I think for sure we're going to be breaking out a little Tin Cup. All right. Should I hit the commercial now? No. Uh, <laughs> in just a bit. But Let's but, go. But here's what I wanted to say about Tin Cup. <laughs> what a great way to bring in the holidays and the New Year's yes. with a little Tin Cup. That's a, it's, it's great. It, it just, it's, it's, it's a great, fine American whiskey. Yeah. It tastes great. Uh, over uh, on rocks, straight, whatever you want to do with it. Perfect it. for your celebration. It's perfect for your celebration. Um, uh, let's see here. Liquid Mayhem, Flambeau, uh, Tackle Warehouse, uh, Hobie, uh, Heshy Socks, and Torquedo. Bri, you got a chance to fish with uh, Mr. Jeff Little today, I think. Yeah, I, that's right, I did. How'd that go? How was that uh, escapade? It was It was good, dude. We, uh, we hit the first 
Uh, Tin cup at 8 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I took them, you know, I was going to go down to Chesapeake today, but yeah. I was supposed to, what, blow 5 to 15 with gusts yeah. up, in, up into 35. It, it did blow today. Straight up from it the south, blow. which is a horrible place, you know, place to be when it's blowing. So we did some uh, uh, some Delaware River wintering ponds. Cool. Yeah. And you caught some. Yeah, I had the first spot was beat. Yeah. The one way down south. Okay. Yeah. get in it, and they were gone. Not gotcha. So yeah. We, so you moved on to the other one. Though. Yeah. Standby. Went up to Darby. Yeah. yeah. Cool. cool. Nice. Yep. Awesome. Um, I saved this one for next to last, Pete, because this is our presenting sponsor, Mystery Tackle Box. It's like Christmas in a box. Well, guess what? Great Christmas. Christmas yeah. is yeah. how many days away? Do you know the exact count? Becky, I'm sure 14 does. days. 14 days. Is that correct, correct? Today the 11th or 12th? The 11th. 14 yeah. days away. Listen to me. What a great Christmas gift if you're watching for yourself, for your friends, for your kids, for a fishing buddy. What a great Christmas gift. Mystery Tackle Box. Uh, we're going to be doing an unboxing tonight. Watch. Stay with the whole show. Watch all the great stuff that comes in this box. And last, but definitely not least, Pete, Bash University. And that also makes a fabulous it, holiday gift. Fab, tell, fabulous tell me about gift. that. Yeah, if you uh, well, right now we still have our cyber promotion going on, and it ends tomorrow night. And it's uh, it, it's a great promotion. It's forty nine dollars for six months. Go get it. It's a great gift. The gift cards are all discounted as well. So go over to bashu.tv and uh, and give it or or get it for yourself. Uh, we have tremendous uh, instructional pieces that are that we release every week and. And uh, now's the time to study. We've got a new season coming up. Guys are already starting to fish. Of course, a lot of us never quit through the winter. But uh, down south, it's already, you know, it's, it's going to get busy here in January. So get over to Bashu TV. And here's a, here's a big one. We, we're, our virtual seminars will continue. We're hybrid this year. We're in person down in Alabama and South Carolina. So come see us at our events in January. You can check them out at thebashuniversity.com. Next week, on Tuesday and Wednesday, we're going to be virtual from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're a subscriber, guess what? You get access for 99 cents. Whoa! Uh, so it's just we just we we just need to process you. That's that's why we have that nominal fee. Just but we want you there, and we want to have want you guys all to have access. If you're not a subscriber, it's forty nine dollars a day to come over and check it out. But we've got some tremendous talent. Uh, check that out also at thebashuniversity.com and come hang out with us on Tuesday and Wednesday, and I'll be there on Wednesday. So look forward to seeing you guys there. Dave, I think that's the best dollar. You could ever ever spend if you were a Bashu subscriber yeah. to spend a buck and to get all that information. That's a pretty good dollar. Yep. Wow. Who's nose breathing like that into the microphones? Oh, who's nose breathing? I don't know. <laughs> that's hey, probably. Me, I'm not, is it Quincy? It's not me. <laughs> is it a dog? How can I nose breathe and talk at the same time? You look uh, at I, d- I, d- I looked at everybody. <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something to eat. Like I got a Brian always loves when I chew into the mic. That would be fun. Great show. Before we get started officially with the show tonight, I want to thank our military, uh, active veterans, men and women. Thank you guys for what you do. Our policemen, our firemen, our EMT. The world is crazy. I don't know if it's getting any better or not. It seems crazier every day. Thank you guys for what you're doing. Uh, we got a good show here, Pete. First thing I want to say real quick is so nice. Last night we had our, our Christmas party. That was fun. To help celebrate yeah. uh, 
our employees and our friends. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. It was nice to hang out with, with our crew. In the barn. In the barn. Yeah. <laughs> what a cool venue that was. That was really cool. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun seeing everybody that we worked so hard with all year long. And, uh, you know, just tell stories and, and just get to know their significant others, too. Yeah. You know, people that uh, we don't get to see very much. Yeah. So, uh a lot of fun. Dave was there. Yeah, it's a nice time. Uh, yeah. And uh, Bry, you were at uh, Greg De Palma's wedding. How'd that go? Uh, it was lovely. Lovely ceremony. Yes. That's awesome. Were you sad that Kelly is now off the market? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, Pete? <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm excited Pro- for both projecting of them. on Brian <laughs> a little yeah. bit, are we? Yeah. <laughs> we've all, we've all wow. seen how Brian can fall on over certain people <laughs> from time to time. I got an eye for talent. <laughs> <laughs> Did you smell the bride's hair? No. I'm getting old, dude. Yeah. Nose don't old. work as well. I just don't carry around the, you know, the chopsticks. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, we want to say congrats, guys. Uh, congratulations on that on that marriage. Um, yeah, it was, it was an awesome wedding. Yeah. So I I know tonight the the schedule got a little changed, Pete. We, got, we had Bobby Lane went and did something. I don't even know what what can I talk about. What can I talk about? Some MLF cups, and they're very secretive about those tournaments. But I can at least talk in generals and say, Bobby's in a cup. He qualified to get I guess to the finals. So Bobby will have on another show. Bobby Lane was scheduled. He's not on tonight. Mm-hmm. And we're also scheduled to have uh, the young, our young men. That no, we never put that out in promotion. Uh, oh, we, I did. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, a couple right. times. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Logan Parks and... Uh, it's like a normal marriage. Right. No communication. Of course, <laughs> I don't know shit. But, um, <laughs> but here's the great thing. We don't have them on tonight. But here's the great thing. Here's the great thing. On. We don't have them on tonight. <laughs> but everyone else did. Everyone else had them on. Everyone. And here was the thing. Podcasts that don't even exist yet had well, them on. Well, here's, here's what I want to say. I Futuristic say, podcast. I want to say Michael, a couple things. And Dave and I had conversations last night about it at the party, which is um, I want to – I think we would have eventually got into things with them that the other podcast did not, right? So let's, let's start by saying and, – and I want to make sure I say this, that, dude – what an amazing win for those guys, right? Huge. And, and dude, biggest Brian ever. Yeah, Brian Carpenter. Tell him, back me up on this one. This ain't that wasn't a fluke. Like these these two kids, like catch them. They flat out catch them. They're hammers at the college leagues. They were at the high school leagues. They won like, the the AOI this year in the Bassmaster College Series. Right. They won an event. I forget which which event it was, but they also won an they event. They won an event. I think it was uh, Saginaw Bay or yeah. Sandusky Bay or somewhere, one of the big Great Lakes. They and I, I, I ran into somebody at the uh, wedding last night who happens to have a bass fishing podcast, and they had him on just recently. Wow. Tell me how awesome it was. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, so definitely, you know, what a great win for them. And um, they're not flukes. They deserved it. Like, when that you win something like that, like, it's not random. I that, mean, they're good, you know. That was a million-dollar prize. Right. Boat and truck right. each. Right. So here's here's where I, I want to get into this a little bit. Me and Dave had this conversation. And it 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 borderline frazzles me. Yeah, your ass was chapped. Let's just get it yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, it, Dave. It, so what's exciting and what bothers me is the same thing, which is that price, right? So you basically have a brand new circuit that pops up out of nowhere that you have to be an amateur to fish. And you you go to this championship event 
and in one fell swoop win a million dollars more than any professional event out there. More than the Bassmaster Classic, more than the MLF uh, uh, Red, Red Crest, Crest, more than uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Boom. That bothers me. <laughs> it bothers me. Yeah. It bothers me a lot from the standpoint of it seems wrong. You, you know, if I was still an MLF angler, it would bother me even more. Because Why so MLF? Because MLF is the Bass Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. One of the major sponsors over there is still uh, Johnny Morris and Bass, at Bass Pro Shops. I would be really hurt more as an MLF angler to know that here's, here's a league that said no entry fees. They took that away. They brought it back up to the standard bass, B-A-S-S level, 50 grand. This year they raised it to 60 or whatever it is now. It's more. And now here's Johnny Morris giving away a million to amateur fishermen. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Am I am I the only one no. here that this is wrong? He made Oprah look like she was handing out gumballs. I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, Oprah was hand out, handing out gumballs. It seems very, very wrong to me, Pete. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, well I, I mean, I can obviously see, right, the, the, the pro. At, at one point, uh, there was million-dollar purses, right? There was a few of them. There was right. FLW, the FL, FLW had a few for, million dollars. Four professional right. anglers, tour level anglers. Right, correct. And that and that has gone down dramatically. Um, so, do you have a a solution, or do you? Can you I, I'm just. I honestly want to throw it all at Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to throw all the load on them, and I I want to criticize them <laughs> for creating this whole thing. Just to sell boats. Okay, it's business. It's business. But why not support the leagues? Why not give that – you know what I mean? Why not up upraise the professional stakes and, and the professional levels and hand it out to amateur – you know, it just doesn't seem right to me. It just doesn't seem right. I'm hurt by it as a professional angler. And, and I don't think know? anybody's struggling to sell boats right now, um, right? Right. Everybody's sold out. Right, you can't get a boat. Yeah, and 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 Brian, I know you got a million things going on. I would love for you. I don't know how this is possible to get a picture up real quick of Johnny Morris of the Logan and uh, oh, yeah. with the trophies. There's one image in particular that was going around Google that they're like giant, dude. They are coffins. Yeah. Why the hell they gave coffins away? <laughs> Coffins. Yes. <laughs> they gave them like Egyptian. Brian, stand. please get this picture oh, up. Right. They f- gave coffins well, away. Well, because where else were they going to put the million dollars? Yeah, you in the coffin? You got to bury it in your backyard. On that coffin? It's unbelievable. They gave them fucking coffins, Pete. Coffins full of money. Full, uh, they're full of money. Full of hundreds. <laughs> and then they gave them a, you know, they gave them a, a yeah. giant boat to pull yeah. their. Uh, so yeah. I. So uh, I'm, I'm very. I was, I was frustrated in what, if it's going to be an open. Just open, just make it open, you know. Right. Um, they they closed it off. There was all kind of restrictions. Of course, obviously, it was a brand oriented, and it's his brand. He's he's got the prerogative to do that. I I, I was frustrated with uh, the their qualification of a pro angler. 
right was kind of uh you know skewed and i don't i don't really even know what that means you know right. well, one of our guys as a co-angler because he won too much money couldn't do it i don't want to say his name because i don't know if brian wants him out there but someone you're very close with mm. couldn't yeah. be in there because he made too much money as a co-angler as a yeah. co yeah yep yeah. yeah. and, and i heard and i also heard that the other guys that violated that rule that um the, the in other words the policing of that was not right. um not uh, it was suspicious on whether it was yeah. enforced or not. You yeah, know, guys, that, that guys that had won over the limit were wow. competing. Well, right. Um, at least they didn't win. The kid, yeah, the it just, it, it's yeah, it's frustrating <laughs> to me. Is it sour grapes? It's from it's, pros. Like, are we whining? I don't think we're whining. I think I think we're saying, hey, I here's think if somebody had done this, whose name wasn't on a professional tour. As a supporter, I think yeah. that's where there's there's the biggest like stab. It's like all this money can go to these amateurs, but the pros are still paying I, to play I'm and just, everything yeah. else. I'm just saying, Pete, I've worked at this for 30 years, and in my 30 years of doing it at the highest level, I've never had a chance to win a million dollars, ever. I would have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. how how do you have all these touring pros fishing for four, 30, 40, 50 years? What's your angle, and Johnny? And they've never had a chance. Mm. All right, here's Brian DeCarpenter just put up. This is a great image. Here are winners with wow. the sarcophagus. What is sarcophagus? Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. Egyptian sarcophagus. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, bags of money in there yeah, and whatnot and loot. Congratulations to them, guys. Yeah. Please don't think you're getting. No, 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 right no. We're, no. We're yeah, not. We're not. Like. We're not dissing them at all because they're <laughs> they are talented anglers. They surely deserve the win. Surely, all that. I don't. I don't want to take any of that away. I mean, that trophy looks like the Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones. <laughs> exactly. You know, like 100 percent, bros. Indy, 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 Indy. Yeah. Uh, so we so we got an interesting. It was an Italian that they had looked yeah. like. A, they couldn't even find an Indian actor back then in the no. 80s. So we have. So listen, we've got an interesting comment from a um, friend of the show. Team No Fish said these amateurs don't have boats given to them, plus all the other sponsor stuff. If you think that the pros on tour have (laughs) boats and everything given to them, then you haven't been watching Uh, Ike live. (laughs) Team, Team No Fish, I'll break it into a percentage for you. I will say when you look at the body. Of professional anglers collectively, whatever that number is, call it high, call it six hundred guys, four hundred, whatever that number is. I would say twenty percent oh, or shit. less. That's that's a high estimate. Yeah, have or less Oops. have this stuff given to them, yeah. and the rest are buying it or on memo deals or on discount, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and I, it's, I, not, I, it's not given. I, how, how dare you say given? I, it's I, a job. How it's dare job. you? That's a job. You're, you're exactly yeah, right. The but there's still, ever. but this is, but this is the misconception that we've been trying to get across. Like these let's guys think the guy. that they like yeah. make let's it to the pro it. level. No, no, but this has been the misconception that we've been trying to get across for years. Like, everyone thinks like, oh, I qualified. So someone's going to give me a boat and a motor and this and that. It's not how it works. It's not. Fortunately, like, it does not. It does not. Uh, real, real quick, and because we, I know Maddie is is standing by. Yeah, we w- we do want to get to Maddie. Real quick, two other things, <laughs> and, and the one other thing Hold we on, will Maddie. bring back up uh, a little later in the show, which is why in the hell did they call it the U.S. Open? There's a million names out there. Yeah. They could have did any name in the world, and they have to go and steal the name of a uh, of a. A legendary tournament in the bass fishing world. Who we'll hear from later tonight. Who we will. 
the U.S. Open. Why the hell called the U.S. Open? Who the hell? Who the hell's working for him that made that decision and they okayed that? <laughs> Pete. Yeah. People would be fired. All right. I'd have Becky fire him if they worked for me. Oh. What did did the U.S. Open do it? Did one best? Take any action against that? Well, we're going to have Billy Egan on. I mean, that, later. that was we'll such an him. important tournament out west. Like, Brian Veldick I, still talks about it, and it was so long ago, there were still, like, live episodes of Arnold's Place on TV. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? Like, that's a big deal out there, dude. <laughs> Arnold's oh Place. But that's the staying so power good. of the U.S. Open. Right. Yeah. right. He won it, and it was like, Joe Thomas yeah, built, made a career off of yeah. winning what? that tournament. Billy yeah, White Shoes Johnson was what? doing that. I, I mean, all right. So that's – I got that off my back. And we'll 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 talk to Billy Egan about that. And then the last thing, and this is really where I I almost wish we would have got him on, um, is oh maybe we will later. Yeah, maybe we will later. Is it does worry me? So Dave, Pete, Brian, any of you guys, put yourself in their shoes, and you're twenty, twenty one years old, and you win that kind of money. Was it too early for them? Maybe, to win an event maybe, like maybe, this the, maybe I would the buy coffin. so many Gucci's. <laughs> I mean, it honestly scares me a little bit. You know? Maybe maybe the coffins I, are symbolic. <laughs> of, uh, what, what could happen? Well, I, you know, here's what My scares goodness. me because, like, <laughs> from, from what I understand, they couldn't come on tonight because they're out. They're yeah. at like a function, and well, they might be able to call in from Logan, the bar tonight. Logan graduated college tonight. Okay, uh, you're not gonna, you can get shit on everything no, 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 without no, me I'm bringing them over. Truth <laughs> in it. Logan was Logan was at uh, graduation tonight, Logan. and then going oh, okay. out to family dinner. Okay, and then after family dinner on the limo ride home, he's gonna call in. <laughs> well, I hope he paid for that family dinner. <laughs> Well, that, I mean, it's like what happens with lottery winners, right? Uh, a significant amount of lottery winners go bankrupt. Yeah. Right. Well, they, you do they don't have a strategy. The government and, is taking half. It is. True. And 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 what's going to happen is when you when you win a prize like that, like there's no turning back. I mean, you're all in. Yeah. You're going to fish whatever you can. You're going to try to continue to make it to the next level. Re you're going to invest every moment and dime that yeah. you can I, back just, into the I, sport. I'm you know? telling you, and I'll throw myself under the bus on this one. I'll, I'll flip it because Brian's getting mad at me because <laughs> I'm, mad at I'm, you. I'm yelling at everybody. <laughs> if I won an event like that at 21, I would have been ruined. I'm just telling you right now. I would have been ruined. No, you wouldn't. Have. I think so. No, I don't no. think. I, I think I would have altered. You wouldn't have. Me, I and, me and Brian, one of us would have been dead, and the other one would have been in like a vegetative state <laughs> for the rest of their life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's true. Yeah, you That's wouldn't true. have. No, well, I remember you, the pictures. No, from, I remember the pictures from, from your trip to Florida. All those Not even that. Just saying, I remember myself. Yeah, yeah, we got it. And we were broke. Yeah, we got all that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I, I won a tournament at, at 19 years old on Mananico Ponds and won $300, and I was ruined. What? You know? <laughs> he never came back. Spent the last 30 years chasing this thing. You know? <laughs> all right. All right. Let's. Uh, uh, more than 30. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, let's switch. Sorry. Let's turn the switch here, Brian. I'm ready to talk about other things. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about happy things, exciting things. Can we make that turn? Let's make the turn. Let's make the turn right now. And uh, very excited. Um, I've had Maddie on the phone a few times uh, chatting with him. Very excited to have him on Ike Live for the first time tonight. Here is your 2021 national champion, Maddie Wong. Join on Ike Live. Ike Live. Ice Live. Maddie. Just change the name hey of the guys. show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Maddie, how you doing tonight? Oh, man. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm in a, 
a hotel room, 12 stories above uh, Las Vegas Strip right now. Heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm here for a wedding, but I'm also here to, to pick up the new sled, um, which I'm really, really excited. Uh, Bass Nation worked uh, with me on, on getting it at least out to uh, Vegas for me, so which was nice. was able to kind of meet me there. Um, I didn't win a truck, so still looking for that part. But <laughs> <laughs> well, there's t- nor a million dollars, nor a million dollars, or a million, or a million bucks. You know, just to chime in on what you guys are talking about, you know, like I completely agree with you, man. Because it's like, like let's say you win that at 21, your expectations now are just so high. Yeah. Now they can't even be met, like in any other circuit. Yeah. And like, and and then you also, it, I, I don't know, I don't know. I yeah. I just feel like it's. It's like one of those things that, you know, like, like you said, you've been on tour for so long and you've had such a long career and you've never had a chance for that. There's something wrong. There's something, there's there's something wrong. And it, and it, and it pains me too, too, because I'm like, man, you, you qualify to get to the highest level of this sport. Yeah. And now next year, I'm already in deficit, $110,000 just to break even. Right. Wow. And right off like, the giddy. Right off the giddy. Right off the giddy. It's like, yeah. congrats, man. You made it to the highest level of bass fishing. <laughs> it's 110 Gs. You yeah. sound you know? like a young Pete Gluzek. Yeah. There. <laughs> you must have been watching this show, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations for qualifying. Here's your invoice. Yeah, here's your invoice. <laughs> <laughs> got a stamp on there. It's one of those nice seals, too. It's wax. You know, it's got the little yeah. bass logo and a wax seal. Upside on down there. cross on Upside it. Upside down yeah. cross, yeah. Uh, Maddie, let me start. I, w- I want to start by just going back to that win, and that was a breakthrough win. If you're watching or listening tonight, uh, Maddie won a huge event, a big mm. deal, Pete, especially oh, for yeah. us, uh, for a lot of the guys that are grassroots and came through the clubs. Mm-hmm. This is this is the biggest event in your life you can win. Uh, but Maddie, you won the the. It changed nation. you. It changed it cha- you. It changed it my was... life flat out. Um, but you won this title, and it's so hard. That was such a that's such a hard one to win. I, I've I've said it before, but that one to me is harder than like an elite event. It's harder than a Bass Pro Tour because you got to cut through more people. Over. You got to you know you you have to see more things to get to the to the nationals, and then you go and win it. It, it's been a, a bit since that win, but man, that, that this how's it feel? I mean, it's got to be incredible to you, man. Like I still get emotional yeah. just to think about it. Yeah. Uh, my my brother just recently sent me, um, like he was he was watching the live event while he was driving in his car, and he recorded because uh, he has like a dashboard cam like recording the road, but it recorded audio. And it recorded him like breaking down and with excitement wow. for me. And like it gave me, and I just watched it literally yesterday and it made me cry again. Um, and it was such a momentous, like you said, life changing event for yeah. me um, that it, it, it's kind of finally sanking in. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's been like a, about, like about a month, you know, a little over a month now. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's beyond a dream come true, man. Yeah. Like, the whole year I was looking forward to, I was looking forward to the nationals and, and, and for me, like this was my first year doing it as a voter, yeah. like doing vaccination as a voter. And my goal was just to make it to the regionals. And, um, you know, I was like, man, I, it'd be great if I made the state team. There's a bunch of, bunch of incredible fishermen 
in in the state of California, man. Like it's, I feel like people are like, oh, oh, West Coast, you guys got it easy. There's a bunch of big bass there. It's like, yeah, there's big bass, but man, if you've ever come out fishing West, it's hard. Like those those bass are smart, and those guys are like, yeah. they're, they're incredible, incredible fishermen. So you know, just to be able to qualify against the guys in California, like that was a huge accomplishment. And then for me to do well in Havasu against legends that I looked up to. And they're like, wait, who's this? How many times have you been to Havasu? I was like, oh, this is my fourth time to Havasu. They're like, what? <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Um, but uh, yeah, my, it was, I guess for me, what really made it special uh, for me was I was able to do it uh, off my uncle's boat and, um, you know, and not having all the, the newest, latest and greatest, you know, gadgets. Right. And the yeah. live scopes and the 360s. And, yeah. Um, and just fished off of intuition, uh, and my gut and, um, and just trying to stay fluid with like changes and whatnot. But yeah, it's, it's such an incredible, incredible thing. Like the fact that I made it there and it's nuts because when, um, I remember I was, I was in line, uh, and I had talked to, um, there was one other guy running an older Ranger at the nationals and, and, and the final day. You know, he stopped in. Uh, he stopped in on me on the lake and on the river, and he's like, "Hey, did you get him?" I'm like, oh, "I'm sitting on like four right now." I'm like, "How about you?" He's like, "I got like one fish." And I'm like, "Hey, man, you still got time? Go get him." You know. And I came in. I was able to like. I, I thought in my head, I'm like, "Hey, at least I have 11 pounds." I wasn't weighing all my fish, but I'm like, "I, I at least have 11 pounds." And then I, I, he rolls in. I'm like, "What'd you sack him?" He's like, "I think I got like 13 pounds." And I'm like, "Oh, well, he was just like a pound behind me or something like that." Yeah. I was like, well, he just. And so my, it, it, my, my whole thing is checking expectations. Like you shoot for the highest, obviously your highest outcome of what you'd want to get, but always have your expectations, expectations in check because you never know when that rug will be pulled underneath yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and especially for me, like working, like as an actor, as like a, a musician, as a photographer, there's, there's been so many times where I've had like these big opportunities that have, that, and I've had the rug pulled right underneath me, like right when it was in like the grasp of my hands. Just poof, oh yeah. Gone. And, and so that, you know, that's something that I'm, I, I'm so aware of now, now in my thirties that I'm like, okay, oh, I got to check my expectations. And, you know, and, and when I pulled up in line and he, uh, the guy at the old ranger, uh, who, who told me at 13, you know, it was, it was, there was a moment where, uh, there was a high school team there and a couple kids came up to me and they're like, Hey, mister, like, will you sign my hat? And like, it, <laughs> I went over it and I was like, oh my gosh, like not only being at the nationals is one of my dreams, but like to be able to actually autograph a hat for yeah. a kid, yeah, like it's just such a cool feeling. And my reality got suspended in this moment. I wasn't paying attention to what John Stewart was doing on stage playing fish. And I just went in and I signed this kid's hat and I was like asking him what his favorite technique was and whatnot. I'm like, good luck, buddy. And like, and I, I drive up and um, one of the Arizona guys walks up to me. And he's like, bro, I think you got this. And I'm like, I'm like, man, like, like, yeah, like I'll, I'll probably, I'm probably going to the classic, which is epic. He's like, no, I think you got this. And I'm like, bro, the guy in the old Ranger, he, he said he got 13 pounds, man. He's like, he just weighed 10. And I'm like, no, no, no. The guy with the old Ranger said he had 13. He's like, he just weighed. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled an Ike and L. Yeah, he big eyed him. He big eyed him. That's what I do all the time. That's why you shouldn't be talking to the Howleys like that. They lie to you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, right there, I feel like they, uh, one of my other friends, um, 
hella bass rich he, he looked at me and he's like he's like are you gonna pass out <laughs> he's like he's like you look like and uh i i just right there my heart dropped out and uh and 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 my buddy jake he goes he goes hey dude this is what we live for yeah take it in yeah and enjoy it yeah and uh and the rest is kind of history yeah. but yeah man it's well, that- such a it's an epic win and and that's a hard one to win there's not a lot of dudes around that have won that title very you know it's it's a very prestigious title but here's the thing i want to jump back to this because we mentioned it in the beginning of the show maddie but um your background as an angler is a little atypical uh it's not (laughs) your typical upbringing like you know like with right here in this room like pete and Brian and Dave, um, we've all bass fished hardcore since mm-hmm. we were eight, ten years old, right? Like literally, that's when we started this quest. And mm-hmm. you look at a lot of successful young guys now. Look at Wheeler and uh, Jordan Lee, and you look at a lot of these young guys, and they had that same process, right? Started as toddlers almost, and began this quest to become a pro angler. But your background is is definitely different i want you to tell everybody a little bit give them give them your background and and i i, I want you to say it again because you told me on the phone we talked on the phone about a month ago and you yeah, gave yeah. me the story and i like i literally almost gag i almost choked in my spit because it's hard <laughs> to believe it's hard to fathom three years yeah it's hard to fathom but what give us your background sure well i mean so just like i mean like like you guys you guys have been fishing since you're eight or ten whatever but i so I, I've been fishing and addicted to the sport of fishing, not necessarily bass fishing, right? but fishing. Fishing, yeah. I've, yeah. I've been addicted to since – that's one of my earliest memories. Right. I, I have photos of myself holding my dad's pant leg, holding, clenching a bamboo rod and catching tilapia in Ala Moana uh, Beach Park at the, at the harbor. Heck, yeah. And by the time I was three, I, you know, I learned how to throw a, like a, a spinning rod. And by the time I was eight, my dad had the Iowa bait caster. And I, I, I was like, I had this goal to learn how to throw a bait caster. Um, we have bass in Hawaii. So yeah. born and raised uh, on, the, on the Oahu, uh, on, on the island of Oahu. Um, my home lake there is Lake Wilson uh, in Wahiwa. And we got peacock bass. We have largemouth bass. And uh, there was a couple other fisheries around. Um, and this other place called Ho'omalahia. It's a fun tongue twister uh, but there was incredible amounts of smallmouth in there wow and so from the time i was like i don't know eight to 13 or 14 there was like close to state record smallmouth inside of this this one little like uh i would say overflow pond lake small lake um but yeah totally unconventional because you know i, I grew up free diving and spearfishing like yeah. in high school i would, would spearfish competitions and um I would fish for Ulua, which is GTs, giant cavallis. Uh, we would do a whole different technique where it's called slide bait, where you actually, you know, you're casting 12-foot rods with uh, four-aught pen your boat reels, and like eight to 10-ounce leads. Uh, so the whole swim bait thing came pretty natural and casting like big big baits and whatnot. And, and I, for me, I was able to connect all these similarities and all these different techniques. Um, like I was just talking the other night, uh, with Bailey and Andy with Sirius Angler and, and how uh, whipping for goggle eye, we call them akule back home. And there's these tasty little like uh, saltwater um, 
uh, fish, a bait fish, basically. And um, I, the first time I ever casted a Carolina rig was actually one with a 15 foot leader that you use like six pound test and you're finessing through this massive school that's sitting out in like, you know, 50 feet of water in the middle of a harbor. Um, and so for me, when I, I, so I moved to California in 2013 and, uh, and, and I realized I was like, wow, I'm, I'm actually in the, like one of the meccas of bass fishing, you know, yeah. maybe not for the industry, but I, I'm, I'm actually in a place where now I can actually fish seasons. Yeah. Cause growing up, I was probably one of like the only kids in the nineties watching Bill dance and Roland Martin, uh, on VHS in Hawaii. And, <laughs> <laughs> but I also had like a Bassmaster like subscription, you know? And so it, you know, for me, I can actually fish a season now, mm. you know, it, cause I mean, a lot of people also don't understand. It's like, yeah, Hawaii, we don't have the season. We have like, we have like summer and then we have wet summer. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's, you know, our winter season. Yeah. The waves get big and like, that's, you know, surf time. And I mean, and then this, but that's on like during the, the winter time, North shore gets big. And during the summertime, South shore gets big, but you know, it, and then the, it gets slightly colder, but like even the bass there, like the, the largemouth, you can never get them on a pattern. Well, you'll find a largemouth on a bed. But when it comes to like finding peacock on a bed, like there's a certain like there's, you know, May, June, July, August, you'll find peacocks on the bed. Right. Um, Maddie, I got to ask, when do the, do the they don't have a spawning season in Hawaii? What, how do you the de- largemouth? Yeah. How do you determine you know, I, when they're spawning? It, this is something that all that's a good, good question. Um I'm still trying to figure it out because I haven't seen it. I personally believe they just spawn deeper because they get, they get pushed out for uh, competitive space because, you know, peacock bass, they're, they're cichlids, you know, they're, they're, they're a way more savage species uh, when, when, when pushing around uh, largemouth bass. So like if a bass came up to want a, a fan area, a peacock bass is going to push that bass out of that area. So I think the largemouth spawn out deeper. I think that obviously they're, they're related to a moon cycle. Um, but it's, it's tough because again, I've never in my knowledge caught a, a, a Hawaiian largemouth off of a bed. I've caught, you know, a lot of largemouth in Hawaii, uh, but it's one, the visibility is not that great, but it's really hard to, you, I'll never, I've never caught a bed hmm. fish in Hawaii. Wow. Um, interesting. Largemouth. Super interesting. Like what, yeah. What, what would be their season? You know, like down yeah. in Florida when it's warm a lot, they spawn for like four or five months. I'm I'm assuming it would be the same thing. I think they just spawn throughout the year whenever like the conditions and then the moon phases line up. I think that's when they go. And they have a Uh, fall spawn too. Yeah. Yeah. In Florida. Right. And on the Chesapeake. Oh, Chesapeake. I mean, same thing. Castaic Lake in California, like if it's a full moon and it's kind of warm out, like I've seen fish like going up to spawn in October. It's crazy. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's just one of the, and same, I don't know. I, th- I was listening to you guys, uh, your, 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 your talk with Oliver and you know, you get, he said, uh, you know, don't, I think something amongst the lines, like don't listen to anyone who speaks in absolutes. And, uh, and it's so true, man. Cause it's, there's certain things that people say like, oh yeah, you're not going to find a bed fish after like this month or like, you're, or you can't catch them in that because of that's the temperature window that they eat that bait in here. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's like, Man, there's fish don't read books. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? it's true. Yeah, there's there's always there's always a way to to um, 
to find the exception to the rule. Yeah, the only absolute going on right now is fishing in South Jersey sucks. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. One fish will win your winter league now here in yeah, South Jersey. Yeah, but they keep going back. Yeah, yeah but they keep going back. On on guys. Right yeah, that's the only absolute. Oh, I want to fish right now. I've just I've just been so um, so busy with trying to set up sponsors and 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 try to set up a bunch of other stuff that like uh, basically condense what my life has been in California for the past nine years and 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 put it into a truck. Uh, yeah. Hey, Maddie, how is that going? Uh, you know, right? You've got a you've got a lot of. Uh... You know, you got you got a big bill coming up. How is the sponsor hunt going? Are people attracted to the Federation winner, the going to the classic classic? Are you having some success in that world right now? Yeah, 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 yes. I would say yes is like the general answer. Um, but then at the same time, you know, the the industry is it's at a place where, you know, we've had like what record high numbers in the past two years. Um and I think there are they're understanding the momentum, but it's being able to turn those views and whatnot into like, how do we sell or like market that towards bigger companies to get bigger sponsor dollars and X, Y, Z. So it's just like finding the right, like, I guess the right space to be able to partner with like brands that can like, Oh, look, you know, we love what you do, but then, you know, we can support you financially this much or this right. much. And this much. Right. Um, but you know, it's been really good. I I'm, I'm really lucky to, to announce that Megabass is going to be my title sponsor. Heck yeah. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was uh, with Megabass since uh, 2018, um, and um, I was actually producing images for them. Uh, and, uh, you know, as I started to do progressively better in the tournament things, uh, they're like, it was just cool because, like, after the win, I, I you know, he texted me. He's like, hey, like Megabass is in your corner. Like, let us know when the dust settles. Like, let's talk. And so, that's really cool that they stepped up to the plate. Um, and then uh, Lateral Vision as well, which is a uh, a local brand in Southern California who believed in me. Um, you know, when I I just started my YouTube, when I just started uh, basically trying to chase the California Bass Nation trail, and uh, they were supporting me. And 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 now I want to be able to bring them along with uh, bring them along with me man and, yeah. and and take them to the classic and yeah. uh they're also a really cool company really cool brand they make some great lifestyle stuff um that's awesome and i i talked to you about this on the phone but uh you definitely have something a lot of anglers don't dave if you were maddie's manager and you were out there selling maddie how would you sell him dave i mean Look, look at Matty. Look at him. Look at this handsome man. Uh, that's man that's where I would start there. off with. I'd say you got all these ugly southern rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, right? I got, I got a handsome island kid with a shag haircut that right. sells some shit for you. Right? He's, he's articulate. <laughs> right? For three years, look what he's done. What, yeah. what, is, what is that buck tooth that, you, that you're throwing trucks and boats at down there? And what's he done for you? I like that we have to throw other people under yeah. the bus. Yeah. Ooh. I'm trying to sell I'll my guy. Yeah. yeah, you're the manager. I'll you have to right? sell. You have to sell. Yeah. Brian, I'm, Brian, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. You know, he knows me. <laughs> it's so awesome. But it's true, Pete. I think you, you, know, you have to build a brand and you have to sell yourself to separate yourself from other people. And I, I think Maddie's got that. He's got he, I, I was watching uh, Maddie some of your YouTube stuff. And uh, oh, cool. I, I watch, I'm looking forward to seeing the Watch It All uh, stuff. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's out yet, but I, I couldn't find it. But the, I watched you fish with Kevin Short. Um, oh yeah, in, in All American, and I'm I'm like, wow, he he's got a, like this deep booming voice. Um, you know, just a lot of charisma, a lot of easy to listen to. Um, yeah, I, I think I think you're gonna have a you know good time attracting sponsors. Yeah, I think you've got a, a lot to offer there. Yeah, and I told you this on the phone, but you should not feel bad about capitalizing on what makes you different, right? You know what makes you stand out. Like they're they're good things. I learned it the hard way because I've told this story before on the show, but in the beginning of my career. I remember trying to fit in, you know, and, and you know, when you want to be a part of something so bad, you know, you, you sort of compromise sometimes who you are, you know, and, and dress like. Oh, I was so happy to see you wearing khakis with your shirt tucked in. I right. was dying. Yeah. Shirt, yeah. Khakis, <laughs> shirt tucked in, you know. I loved it. I, I mean. That wasn't I, you. Right. But, <laughs> but I think, like, as I learned and as my career went on, it's a positive to be different and it's a positive to stand, to stand out, out, you know, and and you shouldn't be ashamed to leverage that. You know what I mean? So you're yeah. saying he should do like every lure he sells, like being being a, a gnarly tube, like yeah, no, ooh, I'm not saying uh, that. I'm <laughs> just saying you know, Hold, holding the bait while it. he's surfing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be cool. But uh, I'm, I'm not saying no, I, nose ride on a real gnarly nose cool. ride with it. I'd like to see some good ideas. Give me some good ideas, <laughs> dude. That that's the move. You know how Ike has the uh, the Hobie kayak on the top of his truck. You need to have a surf. Hell yeah, permanently <laughs> mounted up there, man. Hell you gotta yeah. go. You gotta go surf Lake Gunnersville. <laughs> oh man, I want to go surf like Lake Erie or something. I, I oh. really have a couple of friends. Like one of my friends from Hawaii is actually out out east, and he's he sent me a couple of videos of uh, I forgot what which one of the Great Lakes, but you know there's actually surf out there. Um, if the, you know if there's a big enough windstorm, the fetch is long enough where you can get long interval swell. So it's actually kind of funny. Yeah, I just, I, I've, I've surfed. Pete, I've Pete, surfed my bass cat lingo? there. Yeah. Do, do you get that lingo? Yeah, the, the fetch. Yeah. You know, and uh, what what what's the other terms? The height and the yeah. So so wave, so you have wave interval, right? Yep. So it's you have the wave height, which is you know obviously the height of the wave from the trough to the crest, and then you have the interval, which is from the trough to the next. I guess it would be the the, the next from the when when one of the wave passes the buoy and it comes back down from yep. that start to the next from trough set, to trough next yeah. wave. Yeah. The trough. I like a uh, long interval. Short intervals are scary. <laughs> short intervals suck. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Long I'm intervals are good. They're troughs are good. Big, big troughs are good. The short, the short intervals are like where Lake Ontario meets the St. Lawrence River when the wind's blowing really hard. Yeah. Yes. And they are sure stacked yeah. right next to each That's other. That's where what, I thought we were going to die that one time. What's, yeah. it, what's it called when like a fat Howley wears a t-shirt and he belly surfs, uh, does body surfing? What's that called? Uh, it's called getting kicked out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's about the most surfing I've ever done. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say my terminology for big waves is a little simpler. There's shit and oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're both bad. What did you do? What did you do before this uh, this success? Um. Well, I, I've I've had a couple different careers in, in my life, in my short life so far. Um, you know, growing up in Hawaii, I've always I've enjoyed being an entertainer. Um, I uh, I actually sang in a barbershop chorus with Let's my dad. Go. Come Heck on, yeah. yeah! Heck yeah! That's amazing. And, uh, and my dad still actually sings uh, with that same chorus. They're called Sounds of Aloha Chorus, uh, and um, it's 
and and he still sings in a quartet um nice and and uh from there i you know i i so i was playing saxophone through through school because in hawaii they give you an option you can either take music or you can take music <laughs> uh, you can take uh so a language um i should say sorry or you can take music uh and so i didn't want to take spanish or japanese or anything like that and i was like well if i could just play my saxophone in, in band then that'd be great and so oh, yeah. i ended up i was like the undercover band geek um and i just uh I played saxophone from like middle school through high school. And then after I got out of high school, uh, I got picked up by one of the local bands and then I started gigging around and that was a career for, you know, a almost nine years, um, was a, we, I had this, this one band that we were together for five years. Uh, they were called the dead beats and we had like, it was jazz hip hop funk. And so Whoa. I know you have like a little bit of a, a backstory on, on break dancing. Yeah. Um, we actually, I got to open up for most F. Uh, Black Star, Common, um, Jurassic Five, a couple of, like the underground hip hop scenes. Heck yeah. Um, so Damn. that was really fun. Um, and then also, you know, with the whole just enjoying entertaining, uh, I would do uh, like radio voiceovers, I would do commercials in Hawaii. Like I've done like a pizza commercial, like Taco Bell commercial. Uh, yeah. that kind of stuff and then i i wanted to be on tv i wanted to be an actor and so yeah. i started going to like acting school and doing the whole thing uh while i was still in college um i was studying film and uh got arrested on hawaii 50 uh i played like this surfer stoner bro and i had my long hair and, uh, <laughs> wow that's a fun one you guys could go on youtube that maddie wong gets arrested it's oh fun. man <laughs> um but then uh you know and then i i ended up I moved out to California. My dad, um, my, 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 my grandmother passed away. And so it was kind of this, like, it was like this, this heavy time where life kind of shifted a little bit. And I realized that when I was in film school, I wasn't really learning much. And I knew that it was going to be, if I wanted to work in this industry, it was, you know, you, you just gotta, you just gotta go for it because yeah. your experience is going to be way more, uh, way more worth any type of schooling you can do. And so when I asked my dad, I'm like, hey, would you mind if I moved to California? And he's like, go. And I'm like, wait, really? And uh, he's like, yeah, go for it. You can always like finish later or something. So I dropped out of film school. And uh, in 2012, I saved up um, enough money where I bought a one-way ticket. And uh, and I shipped my, my car to LA. And I, I packed my bags and I moved. And that was like one of the most scariest experiences of my life. Yeah. Because um, leaving the comfort of Hawaii where you know, like I have warm water and, and, uh, and the beach 10 minutes away from my house and like, uh, being able to go and go and harvest mahi mahi whenever I want, or like be able to go to Lake Wilson and go catch bass. Like it's, and all my friends that I've grown up with, like, so that was, that was a big change for me. So moving to LA, you know, yeah, and grinding it out in LA, you know, trying to just make it as like, you know, whatever saxophonist actor, commercial model whatever i you know i've done so many different things and so but the one thing that stuck with me through all of it is my love and my passion for fishing yeah, yeah. and um that's just the one thing that it, i've i never i never i always took seriously but i never like you know just the, the pipe dream of competing or the pipe dream of being able to do this professionally, like YouTube at the thing at the time was still like, you know, kind of like obviously growing, you had guys like the Guggen squad and everyone like making it on YouTube. 
but I was like, ah, I don't know if that's, you know, the route I want to go. And it, it was just something in the back of my mind. And so when I was able to, with the photo world, so I ended up after a, a couple of years doing the whole acting thing and I, I just, the rejection. So I got really good at losing, right? Um, I got really good at saying, you know what, ah, Maddie, you're not good for this role because uh, you're not Chinese enough or you're not white enough. Uh, or like, we don't like your hair color or <laughs> just like, what? Come on guys. And so it's like <laughs> checking the expectation yeah. and also just knowing that like, all right, you know, whatever. And then someone asked me, Hey, you want to assist in the photo world? Like we'll pay you 400 bucks and it's a 10 hour day and I'm going to teach you some stuff, you know, behind the camera, uh, in photography. And I was like, oh, I don't have to audition for this. <laughs> like, this is like just as good as almost like a voiceover rate. Like I'm, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. And so I love photography. I've always been doing it and I was shooting my own stuff. And then I was able to dive into the world of assisting. And um, I worked my way up from a fourth all the way to a first uh, and into a lighting director, which I did for, you know, a total, yeah, like eight years, another almost wow. eight years. Um, wow. And uh, where I got to, it's funny being in Vegas, I actually see my work on the billboard the, on MGM Grand. Uh, so like with Jamie Foxx. So it's, wow. I've done like a That's bunch cool. of high-end commercial ad, fashion, beauty, uh, lighting and photography. Uh, and, and then which gave me the ability and the freedom to uh, be able to go and fish as much as I wanted to, because right. my own company being able to choose and pick my own clients. Um, it was great because I'd be like, actually, no, I have to be up at Nasi Meno uh, <laughs> from this date to this date. So I actually can't do that job, but here, let me hook you up with someone who can. Yeah. And, uh, and then they're like, all right, well, good luck catching fish on your boat. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> It's like people, and it's funny because people in the photo industry, they don't really understand it, like bass fishing, you know, yeah. they're like, so, so what do you do? Do you eat the fish? <laughs> <laughs> do you it's race? Like, do you race the boat? Yeah. We heard that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you've, so I, this is, I asked the question because I, I had a suspicion he was going to be successful at anything that he's yeah. ever tried. Yeah. Right. Musicians are some of the smartest people on earth. That's yeah. a fact. That's, un, that's undeniable. Like, so I, I, I guess. It's no shock that it only took him three years to figure this out. It's crazy. It's crazy. There's it's, an intellectual it, component to this, and, and yeah, that that gets what underrated. Let's go there. It, it took you three years to figure this out. What's what's the secret, man? Like, what's the secret sauce? Pete's yeah, still Pete, trying to figure it out. Pete's still trying to figure it out. And by the way, Pete also does voiceover work for drugs. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, for Drunk Santa Claus. He's well, really good at doing I, drunk Santa Which I can be over. seen at your hotel uh, later <laughs> on this evening at the card table. Apparently. Right. He'll be at the, he'll be at the craps <laughs> table. Knocking, knocking over the trash cans. Yeah. He'll, be, he'll be the one laid out on the craps table. <laughs> oh, man. So um, what's the secret? How, how, did you, how did you get to where you're at in three years? Yeah, because that's, 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 that's a quick learning curve. I mean, even with Dave, I agree with you. Successful people have it. They have something there and and maddie you have that but even with that dude that is that's unheard of three years i know that's unheard of like for a typical business back what's the rule in business is it five years pete six five. years five years even uh, for a business there's five or six year point before you break before you stop losing money right. and you break even and get successful so so three is incredible yeah that's incredible. I, I'm, 
I, I, I feel that one, I'm, I'm incredibly blessed and incredibly lucky, <laughs> but thank you. I'll, I'll just say that. So that's, that's my, the, the one side I, I just always need to, for me, my, I pride myself so much of growing up in Hawaii, being, uh, being humble and, and understanding that there's always people that work harder than you out there. Um, and they have, and everyone has their own different story. Uh, and their own different path that they yeah, go. Yeah. So one, I'm incredibly humbled that I've been able to 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 be this successful within three years. Um, but you know, in this day and age, it's incredible the amount of information that is readily available at your fingertips. Yeah. And shout out to Bashu TV. That's true. Shout, shout out, out to, to Bashu. Bashu. Yes. Which you know, which is funny that you actually bring that up. Is um, I was. While I was researching for the Wachita River, um, you know, I was doing some YouTube research and uh, there wasn't a lot of, there's not a lot of footage on a Wachita. If you go and actually go and search it, you got like a couple guys that go out and they're like throwing fin bait and they're like, oh yeah, the best, you know, <laughs> up and by you, <laughs> just like wrenching on fish. And I'm like, oh, they're using shiners or whatever. But like, so I'd have to like, I think it's important because you can have, there's so much information now, right? Yeah. Um, YouTube and Bass U, it's, it's incredible. So I, I, what I was doing, so I kind of lost my train of thought. I, I'm, I'm pretty ADD. You guys haven't picked <laughs> up by now. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 um, I was researching Kevin. I was actually listening to when Kevin Pink, uh, when K Short was uh, talking about his cranking. Um, because I knew that it was going to be a player um, on the Wachita, and he was talking about one of his favorite conditions was uh, like post-frontal bluebird skies. Mm. And uh, when everyone else would think like, oh, well, overcast with slight wind uh, and da 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 And like that was actually like something like I'll have these weird things that kind of just chime into my head um, at random points throughout a day where I, I don't know what like – how my my memory works and will recall but it would just plop in and i'll hear a voice in my head i'll be like ah yes okay right here and then it all comes together and connects um and so that was one element but you know i, I I've, I've spent so much time on the water uh my whole life um being connected to whether it's the ocean whether it's a river or a lake uh, just being on the water, watching how fish react. I grew up with fish tanks. I grew up with the fish in my room my whole life. As long as I can remember too, I also had like a, a 50 gallon fish tank in my room with like an arowana, <laughs> like this big. And so like even watching predatory fish, you know, just the sound of water is also just so relaxing and Zen for me. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's something so therapeutic. But for me, I'm 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 competitive. You know, I grew up. I I played, I played soccer. Then I played inline hockey in Hawaii. And then I I surfed competitively. Um, I did all these different things. So it was just like all the different things like added up. Like I I love fishing. I've dedicated my life to it. Um, and I'm like, in the past, basically since I moved to California, I was able to really dive into bass fishing because in Hawaii we only have a handful of uh, techniques that we can do year round. Like when you say like throwing a drop shot in Hawaii. Yeah, it'll get bit, but a lot of my friends back home don't drop shot. Hmm. It's you just, you just a technique you don't do. Um, you know, swim baits was a thing that wasn't 
wasn't really there. Like even a couple years back, like no one threw big baits and now like, like some guys are throwing glides and stuff, which is really cool. Um, and then, you know, other techniques that like punching, oh my gosh. Like it, when I got my, when I first got my uncle's boat in, uh, in the end of 2015 going into 2016, I spent my first two years with that boat, uh, up on the California Delta, uh, before I, before I told myself before I, uh, I fished my first tournament, I wanted to know, and I wanted to have the confidence in myself that I can catch them and that I wasn't going to just donate. Right. And that's why I wanted to put in the strokes and put in the time on the water. So whenever, so I, I kept my boat up in, uh, up in San Jose, which is five and a half hours from Los Angeles. Uh, this girl I was dating at the time, her dad had this tundra that he's like, Hey, I don't use it half the time. If you take me fishing once in a while, I'll let you use it. And I'm like, deal, deal. <laughs> so, I was like, done. So what, what I did was whenever I had a break in the photo industry, whether it was like even five days, I would shoot up North and I would stay at, at her parents' house. She wouldn't even be there half the time. And I would, I would get the truck and I'll go boom, straight to the Delta. And I would spend eight to 12 hours on the water on the Delta, learning how to fish the tide, learning how to fish the high tide, learning how to fish low tide. I learned how to fish a frog there. I learned how to punch there. I learned how to throw a chatterbait there. I learned how to throw a Senko there. Like I didn't know what a Senko was until, until like 2014. Because wow. like growing up, like I knew what a man's worm was because that's what, what, the, what was around. But like, I also a took a break worm. because like playing music and like doing all that other stuff, you know, I, I it kind of got away from bass fishing. And so when, when it rehooked me again, when I got to California, uh, it, like, you know, show someone showed me a whopper plopper and a Senko. And I was like, one, that's a ridiculous name. And two, I'm like, what? Like, what is this crazy stick bait? Maddie and, question just came across on YouTube. One N or two in man's worm. Oh, what? <laughs> one N or two. One N or two N's in yeah. man's? Is that what the question yeah. is? Man's worm. It's the, mean, two, it's, the, it's the two N's. Okay. I guess in Hawaii, you got it correct. they call it man's worm here. We call it going to the supply closet with Father Carmine. <laughs> <laughs> Father Carmine. <laughs> man's worm with two N's. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. You guys got some jokers. Bro. I know. <laughs> so we got to keep us on our toes over here. I don't ever know what's going to happen. I have a rapid fire because people have sent some questions in. So, oh, you do? So oh, okay. I've, oh. I have put like, them into this beautiful Word document. Okay. Well, you are, you, are you ready for this, Maddie? Okay. This is rapid fire, so you don't have to elaborate. Just, just answer the questions because some of them are – very interesting. Oh no. Some okay. are some are very normal. Oh, no. All right. So <laughs> what is your Cali personal best? California personal best. That's a best good best. question. That's yep. a normal Mike. question. Uh, it's a nine two. Nine two. Okay. Do you get lonely? <laughs> I can't make I this shit up. It's all it's honestly on the feed. Do Who you sent that one? Do you get lonely? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you eat at restaurants by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> but no, but yeah, I mean, obvious. I mean, if you watch my travel vlog, I do it. And there's, <laughs> no shame, there's, they do. there's no shame eating by yourself. What no. what West Coast secretive technique are you going to bring to the house? Uh, I got a couple under my sleeve. Oh, oh you're not oh. gonna you're not gonna share? Oh, oh no, you have to. Why would it be a like secret on? technique if I'm gonna share? It? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Okay. <laughs> what is Maddie's favorite bait to throw at Castaic? Ooh. Oh, Ooh, he's trying to get one. the juice. Yeah. He or she's trying to get the juice. Uh, 
You know, Castaic is like such a finesse place. I would have to say either a nickel or a drop shot. Okay. Ooh, okay. What arm of the lake is better to fish? Oh, man. Oh, get out of here. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, it, I would say it also it depends on a, a, a trout stock, depends on the wind, depends on the time of year, also depends on the water level. So there's a bunch of different factors that run into there. But um, the ski arm. Okay. The ski arm. Ooh. Ah. Bad movement. Yes or <laughs> no? 50, 50 boats tomorrow. <laughs> in the ski exactly. Arms. I'm like, I don't fish Castaic anymore. Good luck, fellas. <laughs> Burn it down, bro. Right. Burn it down. Last one. Yes or no? Does Maddie identify as a West Coast angler defined by finesse or giant baits and nothing in between? Huh? No, 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 no. I do not. I, I'm, I'm an. I like to say I'm, I'm pretty well rounded. Um, you know, learning from guys that knew Aaron. I never got to meet Aaron. Um, but I, a lot of the guys that I got to, you know, learn from, and and a lot of guys that you know were my mentors, uh, knew Aaron personally. And so he was not just an incredible finesse fisherman. He was also incredible, you know, frog fisherman, flipper, like puncher. And so I, for me, like I said, when I was on the Delta, I wanted to become sufficient in every technique possible. So I knew that when I rolled onto a new body of water, that I had all the tools in my toolbox to go to work. Yeah. I love throwing big baits. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I caught a 20 pound carp in the mouth with Oliver like two years ago <laughs> on a big bit <laughs> on a, on like a, on a, on a, on a defiant what? 210 in the what? mouth. Yeah. Ate it. Yeah. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, it's, it, you can actually, yeah it's pretty funny. You can watch it on my YouTube. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, I, I love throwing a rip bait. I think a jerk bait is probably one of my favorites. Um, it's something that I've thrown my whole life. Uh, it's it's a technique that in Hawaii is extremely effective because the water's warm throughout the year. Uh, I just think that it's it, it triggers such a special response in fish that's so undeniable year round. And so, and uh, I think it's funny when people are like, "Well, that's a that's a springtime bait, or that's a fall bait, yeah. or something." I'm like, keep thinking that, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I have I I like it all. I I love throwing a jig in fifty feet. I love I love throwing dirt shallow with a spinnerbait. I love throwing, you know, I mean, Carolina rigging is funny because it's something that I grew up doing throwing in, in the surf for Papil or uh, like uh, Juvenile Trevally. Uh, and that was actually the very first time I, like I knew how to tie a Carolina rig when I was eight years old, but I never fished it on the bottom. It was something that just, it didn't, like I, it just one thing we also didn't do in Hawaii uh, in the freshwater, but this, it, it's an incredibly effective midwater column uh, technique in the salt. Maddie, and, uh, Maddie, you're yes. losing focus on your rapid fire. Sorry. Okay, rapid fire. <laughs> that was the last question. That, that was, that the, was last the last one. question. So he was allowed to go long. I would have cut him off because you know I'm, not, I'm rude like that. Um, but your arrest video is on the feed. Yeah, Mike P. put Mike that up P. for everyone. Thank you oh. for putting that up there. If everybody wants to. He, he brings a smart crowd to the im board yeah they know? actually know how to attach videos i know <laughs> we, I, I love Type it man hey, you know it's it's funny i just I, there's a bunch of stuff on the internet people have fun doing it man i it, i i'm in a different place in my life i've i'm 
so grateful that I've had all those experiences. Like the fact that I, I got to say that, you know, I'm, I'm a SAG after actor and got to work with, you know, a bunch of celebrities and whatnot. But Mike is chapter. too. We get a check every every once in a while for about two dollars. Seventy five cents. Yeah, two dollars <laughs> once uh, every was it a quarter? Not even. Man, a quarter. if they go above two bucks, I'm like, yeah. whoa, whoa, we're yeah. rich. Yeah. Dinner's on me, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey Matt, don't for give life. up. Don't give up on trying to get on the TV. I mean, Tommy Sanders and Height, they're both pretty long in the tooth. You know. You put, <laughs> you put three or four years in on the trail, make a name for yourself. You know, don't. Don't make anybody I, mad. No, I, you never I, know. I enjoy it all. I actually, you know, I actually just read recently for a role like less than a year ago, uh, and it was like a, it's for a new show that's coming out. Uh, uh, for a, it was a, it's a it's a story about North Shore surfing and and lifeguards, and uh, they're like not, must be able to speak pigeon, must be able to be comfortable in big waves, and I'm like check check. check. I'm like <laughs> come on, I know all these guys, and so. I ended up, I didn't get it, but it, it, it perfectly worked out because I was able to go and fish the Nationals. Matt, I always which... wondered this, and I always want, I've wondered this a lot because I, I think it would be hilarious to have this job. When they're looking for odd roles, right? Yeah. Is it like a one ad where they'll put, like, looking for overweight, underachiever, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> like did you know how, like, they, you know in Hollywood they have those guys that just are, like, they're always the villain, right? They're always the yeah, greedy, yeah, yeah. gross villain. Like, how <laughs> yeah. is that described when you're looking and, and, and yeah. looking for an audition? It's actually a great question. Yes, but, well, it's like being a casting director, right? So I, I, I which I've done as well, too. I've done, <laughs> like, you know, it, I, I did it for a short, like, we were doing, um, we were doing a pre-contact Hawaiian short film back in 2012 and it actually went to film festival and it was called until the sunsets. Uh, and, uh, I basically put out these, these general like crew calls, we call them cattle calls of like looking for, you know, age 18 to 24 <laughs> male, uh, but da, 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 da. so for that, it, it, they have these websites called like casting frontier and like actors access where everyone has their own like profile and you have your strengths and then, and whatnot. And it's, uh, it's so much about connections okay. uh, in, in yeah. Hollywood. And, yeah. and when you're like that typecast, when you're that guy, like that's all you do. Yeah. And so for me, when I, when I started getting arrested on TV, so Hawaii five Oh was one, the other one's not up on, on, on the YouTubes. Uh, but it, it's a show called perception. It was like another CS, like NCSI kind of a show. And I played like an Asian gangster and I had like my long hair and I like tied it up in a bun. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I beat up some guy, and um, nice. it's actually kind of a funny story, you too. Work here but, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just knew that, you know, I I was making uh, – I was a good villain or I was a good bad guy on the screen. And yeah. I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to be that guy, you know? I don't want to be like – I don't want to be that guy that everyone's like, hey, dude, I see you yeah. get arrested on You're that not trying show. to be the millennial tongue po. <laughs> just like, right? man – <laughs> I said you're not trying to be the millennial Tong Po. You remember the movie Bloodsport? The bad guy Tong Po. Yeah, he was young. Badass, I'm sorry. Was, yeah. that, was, that, was that his name? Tong Po. That wasn't. He was the, the one that had the glass. He put, dipped his hands in the glass with the glue. That wasn't from Kung Fu Panda. No, 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 no. That, that was just that was um, that was Ty. Oh, yeah, man. what's Ty his Long? name? No, that the dude from Bloodsport was badass. Was, was, yeah, he, he was, was. badass. Punk Poe. He was Jack. I'm horrible, I'm horrible yeah. with celebrity names. Yeah, I got you. He was I, unfortunately. Plus, plus, it's Dave way remembers his time. all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it before does. your time, Maddie. It does. Um, Maddie, we've got approximately two months 
give or take, maybe a hair more before the start of the season. Uh, from a fishing standpoint, what's, mm-hmm. what's, what's the mindset? We've talked a lot about business. We've talked a lot about other stuff. But, you know, because yeah. I'm asking you because I want to know because I'm thinking about it too, right? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm engaged in the same thought process. But, w- you know, here we are. It's December, second week of February. It starts, yeah. right? It's right around yeah. the corner. What's your mindset preparing for the fishing season? Um, one, I'm I, I'm I'm not trying to bite off more than I can chew. Yeah. Right. So obviously, like my heart, I not I naturally want to go to start studying for the classic, um, and I want to start diving into to that. I I've I've researched a a, a decent amount, um, but like just enough where I was like, okay, I got a taste, but my focus right now is Florida. Right. Um, and so I, I guess for mentally there, I, I just have so many irons right now in, in the fire, um, just trying to wrap up how, like before I get on the road, trying to make sure that all my gear is in order. I still am, I'm, I'm placing, you know, orders with, with mega bass and trying to make sure all of my, my arsenals all lined up and ready to go. Um, I, I just sent in a bunch of my reels to get service. Uh, so it's for me, like when I get this boat on Monday, I'll be able to actually like physically see it, get in it, yeah. be able to start putting on some electronics, start to organize it in a certain way. I've never had a boat that had a rod locker that can actually fit a rod over six, <laughs> two. Wow. Damn. So That's awesome. I've, you know, it's, I, I fished my bass, but like my, my old ranger, I fished it as a, like basically as a co and it wasn't until my buddy Hoy, um, actually helped me put in a center storage, uh, like, which helped me tremendously on a Wachita. I literally before, like when I fished the, the, the regional qualifiers, I would, I'd bring my co bag and I would put it in my boat and then I would basically, you know, use the, my tools that I had out there and, and <laughs> all my baits and all my rods were on the deck. So I was like, I'm as open book as possible, boys. <laughs> and so, you know, for me, so it's just like knowing that I have this new sled, knowing that I'm going to yeah. have all this new equipment and whatnot, but yeah. I, I'm not going to, you know, lose track of like, okay, what are those, what are those, the confidence baits? What are those certain techniques? And what are those things that uh, i default to that I know I can catch a fish on when I have it in my hand um, and, and focusing really on Florida. I, I, I got the opportunity to fish this, uh, any of the opens that I wanted to because uh, uh, my buddy Taylor Smith, who ended up, I think, in second place at the Nationals, turned it down. So I was like, okay, I'll take that. And uh, uh, I'm fishing the Southern Opens. Nice. So I'm, nice. Um, I got one event. I, I, and I, you know, did it because after I talked to a couple of people like John Cruz and, and Randy Pearson, they're like, dude, if you have an opportunity to fish the opens, dude, like as long as it lines up with your schedule and you're not going to overload yourself, yeah. dude, just do it. Yeah. Uh, I've never fished an open and um, I know they're incredibly challenging. I know that, uh, you know, that the field is super rough, but I, I, I thought that it would be a perfect, perfect warm up one into Florida fishing. Cause I've yeah. never been to Florida to fish. I've been there to light a job, uh, you know, a couple years ago, but I never got so wet a line there. And, uh, and, and two, I'll, I'll learn kind of my workflow on the new Ranger. Right. So it's going to work as like a perfect, like warm up. Um, yeah. And that's me. right on the front side of the first event. Exactly. Right. So I'll also be really kind of tuned in with like 
or at least understanding weather, also understanding like uh, tannic water or like the Florida tannic water, yeah. how those fish set up in certain um, uh, like different combinations of grass and whatnot. Um, learning, I mean, it, I'm excited because it's kind of like the Delta, right? Yeah. Um, but then you also got poisonous snakes and gators. So that's a whole different thing. Right, when you pick up your new ranger, are you going to, uh, you know, talk to Johnny Morris about how you feel that that money should have been allocated to the <laughs> pro tournament draft? <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> he said he didn't want to piss anyone off. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah I, I'm trying to. I want to stay in everyone's good graces, but I just. I, oh, yeah, what fun I'm, is that? <laughs> yeah, but you know uh, what? This room's not good at that. Yeah. With, with your track. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Maddie Wong, everybody. <laughs> Maddie Wong has left the chat. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's I. It, it's crazy because guys that won it previous years, like. Like Randy, for instance, he got a truck too. Like this year, I didn't get a truck. Hmm. Not that I'm complaining. I'm yeah. definitely not complaining. Yeah. I'm super, super stoked that I get literally I get to run a Ranger 520, which has been a boat of my dreams, like ever since I was a little kid. Yeah, but so I is was, a truck. Which so would be a new Tundra, yeah. um, which has also been incredibly hard to get. And so, yeah. the fact, oh, what's that? that what's that called? That's Jesus. um um. What are those issues? Uh, COVID issues? Microchip? Oh, first, world, first world problems? Yeah. First, uh, uh, <laughs> supply chain. Supply, supply chain. chain. Uh, supply chain. No, it's definitely supply chain. I mean, it's it's it sucks that, you know, I think California, I got a, I got this loose number that they're only receiving 61 of the new Tundras. Like, for the whole state, 61. Wow. That's like, crazy. Are you kidding? Like, one small, t- like, one county in California can wipe out 61 new Tundras. Oh, wow. You know? Damn. And, I, that means so, Jersey's getting three. Yeah, yeah Jersey's I, getting three. It's, it's yeah, I gotta get my I, oil changed. I don't. I have a forerunner right now that I'm gonna limp back this 20 foot boat, um, and uh, I hope I'm gonna try and figure something out. You know, um, hopefully something will come through. It's one of those things where it's it's definitely it's definitely urgent. It's on my urgent list. It's it's important and it's urgent. Uh, so that's. I would say that's the last piece of the puzzle that I'm that I've been. That's been one of the bigger stressors right now. Matt, Maddie, did you uh, see my story today? No, man. I've uh, now I tagged you in walk, it. Walk, walking around I in mean, Vegas. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I tagged your ass in it. All right, it's cool. Um, no, I, 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 uh, yeah, with sorry. the vans, the vans. No, just skipped right past that. All right, you're just, lost, homie. <laughs> the key was right there. A van, bro. Oh. Get yourself a van. Oh. That's old school. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I you know I'm not a, I'm not against that as long as like the toe cap and um and the payload I think is an important ah, uh, payload. Number, right? Somebody well, pull you, you out. I have a great yeah. idea for a van. You could the fever did it. You yeah. guys, Velvet did it. Yeah. Carvana lets you drive a car for seven days and then they'll even let you return it after the seven days. There you so go, you man. just need to keep buying cars from Carvana and just returning there them after go. seven days. Every seven days. <laughs> and that's and a tournament. you can get out the, the vending machine, the car vending machine. And it's a tournament machine. week. A tournament week is right. seven days. Yeah, right. So, so you like, Yeah, so like on a Sunday, just get yourself a new car and then in <laughs> yeah. seven days be like, yeah. I don't want this anymore. Yeah. Well, it's better yeah, than yeah, yeah. James yeah. Watson rented a U-Haul last year the whole year. So it's better than that. Did he really? Know? Oh, yeah. Wow. He was at every tournament backing up at the ramp in the morning in a U-Haul. That was great. Oh, it was so great. (laughs) Why did we not see any of this? Yeah, I don't know. How come none of that was on any of social media? Yeah, Yeah. I know. We should have documented that. I don't know. Oh, There might be photos out there. Might be. Yeah. That's so cool, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely – 
you know, my will's there, so there's a way. Um, yeah, it's gonna yeah. happen. But so judging I, on your past and your success in everything you do, you'll go, you'll win a big event, and you'll be not even fishing in two years. You'll be CEO of some company. <laughs> so I guess good news for everybody else that has to compete against you. You know. <laughs> oh man, thanks, dude. Yeah, uh, I, I got well, it. I, I, I hope I hope that um, you know, I, I'm just excited more so to learn. Um, the next couple of years, uh, I my goal is to I want to uh, qualify, requalify for the classic for 2023, and um, and and then I want to be able to. I mean, obviously, aiming for the AOI uh, for you know for the rookie of the year would be super rad, um, and uh, and then I want to I just want to learn. I'm yeah. I'm so incredibly grateful to be able to learn from the best in the world, man. Yeah. Like Mike, I'm stoked to be able to like hang out and pick your brain, uh, you know, and now yeah. it's, it, it's going to, it's going to be an awesome year for you. Uh, I, I feel a connection with you because of the national win, you know, it, it, like I said, it means a lot. There's not a lot of us that have been able to do that and then continue on at the higher level like you're doing. So, uh, Matty, you've had great success. I have a feeling, Pete. You, do you agree with me? I have a feeling he's going to do. Matty's going to do really good. I'm, I'm excited. I got a feeling. I, I'm very excited I'm, to see I'm what transpires watching. here. I'm going to be watching too. I'll oh, be watching. Man. Now, I'm, I'll let you man. finish ahead of me a few times, but you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a competitor, so I got. I know. Well, so, is, so he wouldn't give up the secret juice. Well, I know. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to pry. What it is? I'm going to pry and find out on my own, and then I'm not going <laughs> to give it away either. Yeah, you know I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to keep it for myself. Uh, Maddie, thanks for taking time out. I know you got a lot of stuff going on. You got a wedding you're going to, but man, we loved having you on the show. It was great hearing your story. I think a lot of people, I've been watching a little bit, uh, been eyeballing the chat room. A lot of people are supporting you. It's a great story. A lot of people are going to follow in your footsteps and work hard and try to do exactly what you did. So very inspirational. Man, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much again for like having me. And I, I'm, I'm so stoked, man. I'm, I'm pumped because I've been watching you guys doing Ike Live and Bass U for, you know, couple of years now and so to, to be able to hang out with you and, and, and talk story and and uh talk about next year and and kind of a little bit about myself and about my past like i'm i'm so happy and i'm so humbled and so th thank you for having me on um and yeah i'm, I'm it's crazy because it's you know as much as bass fishing is like this this like singular like uh, yeah it's something i did duh, like i want this duh, like i for me it, it's such a group thing yeah uh, because it's you can't just learn it all by yourself right uh, you you learn from everyone and and for me everyone like whether it's the guys from the ventura county bass club whether it was the guys from the california bass nation whether it was guys from lake, back home on lake wilson whether it's my saltwater buddies whether it's guys from bass university uh i've it for me this is a, a group win for hawaii and the west coast and uh, I'm so happy that I have so many incredible people in my corner. And uh, I'm really excited to get the, the year kicked off, man. That, and uh, That's awesome. This, this Can, really, uh, well, this we, awesome. we really appreciate you, I, and it's exciting to watch it. But I'd love for you to, like, uh, say goodbye, like, in some pigeon, huh. Hawaiian, Aloha. <laughs> pigeon. You know, let, let, just send us off. The, the way it should be there you go you know it's fu it's funny because like in pigeon english everything's so simple 
you know, uh, it's, and uh, <laughs> I would, it, it's literally one word and uh, it's shoots. <laughs> wow. <laughs> shoots means goodbye. Shoots. So, it, which is funny because it's just like aloha, right? So aloha means hello, goodbye, and I love you. There's there's multiple meanings of aloha. So you, you'll you'll notice in, in my YouTube videos, I sign off with aloha because it's such a it's an empowered, beautiful word that has so many different meanings. Um, and there's different the ways that you can you know say it. So I would say aloha. I would you know I would say mahalo nui, which is thank you very much, uh, and and aloha. And I, um, and I but, would say to you, mele kaliki maka. <laughs> hey, mele kaliki maka back to you too, bro. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I would love to be able to speak some vision for you guys, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I guess I'd need a couple beers. <laughs> really get it out of me. Well, we're uh, definitely going to have you back on hey, and, I get, and hopefully we can get you intoxicated next time. What's, yeah, what's, some, good, what's some good insults? Oh, like like Brian what? needs them for the bar here. Yeah, like go fuck yourself. What's that? Uh, I mean, if, if someone's being like, if someone's like crappy, like if they're like just the people on the message like, board that say dumb shit. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> and you're not trying to be PC, you know, nobody's looking. No, I mean, I, I think one. So. If something is stink or like, and when I mean stink, it can it can physically be like rank or like you know the smell is stink. But you know when someone does something dirty, like steals your car or breaks a window, it's also like a pretty like like stink action. So in Hawaii, we call like we salt we 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 tell someone that they're pilau, and wow. and and pilau in Hawaiian means stink uh. or rotten. So like. You'd be like, wow, you one freaking pilau guy, you know, <laughs> or something. That, you know, it's like it, calling someone pilau, or I don't know. Stay away from them pilau lap dances over the, here in the Vegas. The fishing in South Jersey <laughs> is pilau. Brian, I feel like in pigeon, you know, obviously Hawaiians are a kinder people. They don't have the harsh terms that we have in our, the North. Hawaiians are fierce. They will punch you right in the face. Yeah, don't. they'll punch you in the face, but apparently their words aren't as like. Uh, he, he, he just did a whole sentence in one word. Well, let me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what Becky's saying is true, because I'll, I'll give you a little South Jersey speak while we're here. Oh, no. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, Chad. You got the Kevin, Chad. You got to rock the Eggers. Your friends smack their <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's like two guys from Belmar talking to each other on their mopeds. <laughs> I, can't <laughs> even I can't even understand it. it yeah. They got to speak loud because of the moped noise, first of all. Oh, my God. It's terrible. You know, it's funny because I grew up riding a moped in Hawaii. <laughs> but it was same, a quieter same, moped. Right? Same, same, but different. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, no, moped in Hawaii. Is way cooler. <laughs> way, way cool. cool. Way we, cool. Would, way we would soup them up. I was 14. We would soup them up. We would open up the carburetor so it'd be like, wah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a mess. But yeah, moments are fun. Especially <laughs> 60 miles per hour. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I feel like they had cute little like European yeah, like looking like Vespas. Vespas. They were they were And these were like like scooters that they somehow like put an engine on to like Mini and bike. like and like a yeah. and like a like just a, like a like a pole with like a bike seat on it and like yeah. that's and, Jersey style. And well Dave's moped didn't even have the bike seat. He just liked the pole up his ass. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> John Angelucci on his mini bike. Yeah. John Angelucci pushing his mini bike because it never ran. <laughs> he was always walking it everywhere. <laughs> you, know where, you know everywhere he's been because the oil stain. It would That's go right. left, right. Oh, there's John. Yeah, there's always Pop Chain getting pushed down the street. <laughs> pop Chain. Yeah. How you like me now? <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Matt, Maddie. Maddie, thanks for coming. Oh, you guys on. are good. Thanks for coming <laughs> on the show, man. It, <laughs> no, it, it no, was a it blast. Was my pleasure. It no, was a thank blast. You again. And uh, yeah, great luck this year. Uh, yeah, great luck you. this year. Yeah. Thank you. All the best. Well, Aloha. 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 Did you just and, uh, tell Maddie you love him? Yeah. yeah. And goodbye. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> and hello. And hello. Goodbye. Look forward to seeing you out on tour. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Maddie Wong, everybody. Yes. Good night. Super. You know, speaking Aloha. of Belmar, we had we, we had our own version of like Pilau. It was just called Bel- Putinki. Putinki yeah. in Belmar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Same thing though. Yeah, it meant the same thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was a you know an offshoot. Maybe someone from Pigeon started Belmanese. It could be Belmanese. Belmanese. Oh my god. Here's what's funny about it though. That Belmar thing is very true. Like it filtered uh, to Runnymede and Glendora and Mount Ephraim a little bit. Gloucester, Brooklawn, Belmar. Yeah, that whole area. But but Pete, growing up in Franklinville area, yeah. right out here, did you notice that too? Was there a was there a South Jersey Franklinville? speak or pitts grove speak yeah well it, it was different it was like we're farmers in the in like no we didn't get in into any of that so there stuff, wasn't any you know? was there no. y'alls or was there don't you do it it's just use like we, we kind of were influenced by philadelphia right you know down there yeah, water and, uh, water water yeah water. but i don't water. yeah we were we were man <laughs> we were growing crops <laughs> winning football games <laughs> crops. <laughs> we're just, we're just crops wrestling matches yeah. you know oh, okay everybody from Franklinville's in the union they're all union a contractors lot, uh, some of our boys are electricians I, I tell you what I wouldn't trade it I loved growing up down there that's yeah. funny because yeah, I was just going through everyone that I knew and I was like but they are they're everyone I know union. is in a union everyone's in a union their sons all wrestle yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's not bad. No. It's yeah. not they bad. go to the Jersey Shore on vacation. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate yeah. the Jersey Shore. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> to their trailer, the, the, the trailer shit. communities. They all have oh, their yeah. little remote trailer communities yeah. down out of Cape May. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, we just lumped them all. In. Yeah. We lumped everybody. <laughs> we, 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 we had we no mopeds. No mopeds. No dirt mopeds. bikes, quads, and trikes. Yeah, we had dirt bikes and yeah. bikes and bicycles. You know, mm. I didn't either. Yeah. Jeeves drove me around. Jeeves, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jeeves, and uh, they had not, the uh, not not the much Rolls has changed. Yeah. As a uh, <laughs> living in Richmond, Richmond. Uh, you, uh, Bobby, are you going, are you going to the river this weekend? The river. They all had river houses. You going to the river this weekend? Why do you have to pucker your butt every uh, time you say? Want to get a higher river? <laughs> the river. Papa, fetch me my car. I figured for sure we'd all have jetpacks by spot now. Of tea. Right? Remember jetpacks? Oh, they got a new age jetpack out now. Jetpack? Yeah, it's some weird stuff I see on TikTok all the time. Oh, God. What's TikTok? These guys, these guys are, I what? mean, there's something new coming. What's your favorite dance on TikTok? Oh. 
I, I don't I don't watch that. The WAP there. That, the that's, Smurf. That's, that's that's history. Oh. It's already on to the next thing. TikTok's already morphed. The WAP. You know? <laughs> the Yo, Smurf. The alternative news community. How do we let TikTok Maddie is at the singing. forefront of it all, dude? It's at the it's at the forefront of a lot right yeah, now. Yeah, man. Like it's I, happening it's there. Not, it's happening right there. There's a right lot now. of truth being dropped on TikTok. Oh, mm-hmm. great. I like the Jeez. dog videos. Yeah. Hmm. I do too. I like the boobies. I. <laughs> on TikTok? I don't know. I'm just out there <laughs> I'll be careful with that because there's not many, like, legal boobies on TikTok. Is there dude. not? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't have well, no, because it's a kid-friendly site. So yeah. I don't Commercial would be a great thing no. to happen right about now. No, no, clearly, Mike is liking and the boobage when it comes oh, across. Goodness. Well, I mean, I just, I'm just saying boobs in general. Are pr- I like boobs. They're pretty. You're like going. You're, yeah. it's, it's going down. All right. Uh, <laughs> listen to me. Great first segment here at Ike Live. Uh, coming up, Brian DeCarpenter. Who do we got? We got Billy Egan coming on. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to talk to Billy real quick. Is he still coming on? Billy's coming on. I think we're going to talk about uh, – he's got Aaron's thing coming up uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. We're also going to do an MTB unboxing. And uh, who knows? Oh, we got – yeah. Yeah, got who, who knows? This, that, the other. Maybe a couple other things. Hang in there with us. When we come back, more Ike Live. They got about 30 feet of space of dicks, like racks. Yeah. You know, right now where we're standing, we're in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Philadelphia is right there. This is the concrete jungle. And, you know, a lot of those kids, as they grow up, they don't fish. It's interesting because they're surrounded by water. You know, the, the Delaware River, the Schuylkill, ponds, city park lakes. but. They don't have the influence to, to, to cast, to fish, to have a rod and reel. And that really, that became our focus, you yeah. know, is to target kids in what we call non-traditional areas, yeah. you know, urban areas, city centers, where the population's high. And, and let these kids have the experience, you know, it, it, it's amazing. I mean, some of the experiences we've had, whether it's Central Park in New York City, here in Camden, other parts of the country, even just casting, yeah. It's unbelievable to see it, isn't it? Yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. And, and uh, you know, you see these kids have this experience they've never had, and they light up, you know? The big thing, I think, for the Ike Foundation is we're not, we're not saying we want all these kids to become professional anglers. No. It'd be great if some of them did, but we want them to have that fishing experience because it ties them to so, mu- so many other positive things. The outdoors, nature, conservation, Conservation. uh, ecology, um, you know, all these amazing things in life that maybe they wouldn't have been exposed to any other way, we're trying to help with that. So it's it's important, it's important for us. We're proud of it. TH Marine has been producing top-of-the-line marine accessories to rig boats from transom to trolling motor for decades. From jack plates to fish care to LEDs, TH Marine has you covered. TH Marine, outfitting your boat from transom to trolling motor. At Founders Brewing, we asked ourselves, what if we brewed a beer perfect for any occasion? A beer that makes a weekday feel more like the weekend. And the weekend 
feel more like an adventure. What if we brewed a beer that brought us together and allowed us to be ourselves? A beer that is just as much of a companion as it is a reward at the end of the journey. What if we explored the unknown together and found a new way? To celebrate taste and flavor and life's simple pleasures. And what if we brewed a beer that could go where you go without slowing you down? Founders All Day IPA, low ABV and full flavor that goes where you go. Perfect for any occasion. We're excited to announce our brand new partnership with an amazing company, Heshi Socks. That's spelt H-E-S-H-I Socks. Go to HeshiSocks.com to check out my brand new Mike Iconelli collection. That's right. I have my own custom socks in tournament colors. I promise you, you will never, I mean never, find a more comfortable sock. The great news, all my socks are under $10 a pair when you use our promo code IKE20. Go to HeshiSocks.com, use the promo code IKE20 to get the most comfortable socks in the world. Cheese.